Hello, everybody. It's time for another episode, a Sunday night edition of Cue It Up with the Q Brothers. I'm John Quattrucci. And I'm Ralph Quattrucci. And this is us. This is us. As always, the finger. Let's see if my hand can go in. See if my hand can go in your screen. Ready? Okay. Can yours? uh, 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 No, it's not working. It's not Uh, working. Figure it out. Uh, So, Ralph, uh, we're doing a Sunday night edition. We couldn't do it on Friday. So, uh, tell me about your week. Tell me about your weekend. What's going on? All right. So, I think about this every time now because I've hardly been watching any TV because of my work. But the other thing, I know you know that I got this drum kit now over here. Yeah. So, what I've been doing is watching a lot of YouTube trying to learn the drums at 59 years old is kind of difficult, especially when you have no rhythm. I was going to say 59 and no rhythm, no rhythm. And, and the second, I'm really looking at the first videos I'm watching are how to spin the drumsticks in your hand <laughs> to, to look cool before I even start whatever the rhythm I have to get. That's hard. I'm trying to figure that out. But in the middle of doing that, I've also discovered that I love, so I don't know how I flip to this, but I love watching old Ryan Gosling videos on Saturday night live. Some of his, Side videos that he did, specifically Papias. Have you seen that? When he talks about the font for Avatar, he's, he's, he's obsessing about the fact that they use Papyrus for Avatar. Was this like a short film? Type yeah, one of the short films. Yeah, yeah. He did that one. They did Santa Claus where they're, they did a Pulp Fiction like where they actually believe in Santa Claus and they take this party over and just destroy the party with evil. Uh, and the one he does with Kate McKinnon when the aliens, the whole thing she yeah. does. With- <laughs> and he, he can't hold it. He can't keep it straight. And then the last one I'll just talk about just because I think it's the greatest clip was when Aziz Asaldi was when they're interrogating him because he fell asleep during La La Land and the two cops can't figure out why he doesn't like La La Land and they're all pissed off. Right. So I've been doing that in the middle of trying to learn how to spin a drumstick on my hand and get some. So that's about it. Plus What's my show. What's the toughest thing about uh, – what's the most difficulty you're having with the drums? It's co- disconnecting my hands from my feet. Oh, like, it's the bass drum? I can't – it's like it's, yeah. it's everything's – it's the whole rub your head and pat, you know, that yeah. thing? Yeah. I can't – and it's kind of late to be trying to learn this, I think. Uh, but I'm still trying. But the cool thing is if I can oh, spin the stick, I'm going to look – no matter how I get. So anyway, that's what I've been doing. What about you? Anything so interesting this week, happened? two things happened. One, I started watching um, golf vlogging on oh. YouTube. And what it is, is is guys in Ireland, actually, that's who I've been watching. They go to these beautiful courses and they're just a bunch of friends and they play like five, five holes and they film the whole thing, every shot. And it's hilarious. And I'm going with all the golf I play. How come I've never done that? So, so I filmed uh, the last two rounds I've played. I filmed three holes each and I've been playing really really well but it wasn't reflected in what i shot uh for every time i shot the three holes that i picked i had like the first day i went uh i went double bogey 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 explain what a bogey is for people who bogey is one over par okay so the next time i went i i got on the tee box and i i I announced where i was and i said now the first hole really dictates how the rest of the day is going to go hit a beautiful tee shot, come up a little bit short on the next shot. I chip it up real close. I put it out. I end up with a par. Beautiful. Now I'm all teeth, right? Oh, here's the other thing. I've got this uh, wireless microphone system. Fantastic system. So I'm using that. So the sound's going to be incredible. I go to the next, the next hole I film is a 200-yard par three, okay? I hit a rescue club 110 yards a little past the flag. So I'm up on the green on camera. Well, uh, I got a birdie putt. 
but I'm feeling pretty good about the par. I putt it. It goes 10 feet past the hole. I end up three putting it. Mm. And then the last par five I did, and I, I was driving the ball all day right down the middle. So I filmed the last par five. I hit my drive 30 yards to the left. I end up with, a, I end up with an eight on that hole. That's but I shot good, right? the whole thing. I shot the whole thing. Uh, and I'm going to do more of it. Uh, it was fun to do. It's a little distracting because you re- really can't focus on your game. But right. what, what do you want to ask? Well, the purpose of mentioning the microphone is what? Oh, uh, yeah. So I filmed two holes with my beautiful wireless microphone system. But I'm noticing that the meters don't seem to be really registering it too well. So I'm looking at the camera. I've got the, I've got the transmitter hooked on to the strap. And I've got the receiver. But there's nothing connecting the microphone to the camera. I forgot to put the cable on. So you got no sound? <laughs> no, I had sound from the camera. Okay. But it wasn't, you know, I filmed it in a way. I had the camera pretty far away because I thought you could pick me up. So on the okay. last hole, actually, it sounded great once I hooked it up, but it was pretty stupid. The other thing, uh, on a more serious note, um, last week, I got all these texts from uh, a lot of my friends. I'm on a pretty big social media platform that will remain nameless that most people are on it. In fact, we post a lot of stuff, our stuff on it. And they were all wondering um, what's wrong. Is everything okay? Is something wrong with me? And I had no idea what they were talking about. So now I try to log into my account and it's saying that my account was deactivated (laughs) and so I, I'm, I'm looking at everything and I can't figure out why I'm trying to figure out how I can contact them to find out what happened. I'm also part of a private group. Uh, it's not, it's not stuff that's posted publicly and it is a political group. And as you know, Ralph, you and I are on opposite, opposite ends of the spectrum uh, on politics, but um, it was, it wasn't uh, anything crazy. You know, we, we were not, we weren't like that. And if anyone was like that in this group, uh, they got ousted. So it was nothing like that. So I really had no idea why this happened. So I contacted them. I finally got in touch with them where I had a actually, which kind of made me nervous, but they wanted a copy of my ID, my license, which what? made me nervous. Right. Yeah. So I send it to them five seconds. I mean, five seconds later, I get an email back. Uh, it said that you violated our community standards and this decision is irreversible. So this isn't one of these deals where they put you in jail and you got to pay penance or whatever. I was wiped out. And when I say wiped out, I mean, my presence on this site was eradicated. Anything I've ever posted on anybody's page, any picture, any thought was taken off. Now, let me ask you this. You You have a cousin with the exact same name that you have. Yeah. Did he, can you tell if he got affected by this? Oh, I, I don't. I doubt it because even though the name is the same, it's probably a unique social media ID. Okay. I mean, obviously, so I but doubt it. I mean, I, I should check. I didn't even think of that. And they you, gave you no indication nothing. of why. And no, you don't nothing. know if somebody complained. No warning. Wow. No explanation. Now, well, now, if, if I or someone in my group did something that warranted that, then you know what? Then I'd kind of accept the punishment, right? Right. But to, to not even have a day well, in court. To say, yeah, if you don't know, if you don't know what the accusation right? is, how can you even? What am I supposed to do? I don't know. But, <laughs> no, but it was. That sounds and the a little. Incredible thing was like I play games on my phone, right? All the games are connected through through this social media site. So 
everything I accumulated over 15 years or however long it's all been, those zillions of pictures you posted at every party we ever gone. did gone. Everything. You know what? You should gone. stop spotting, stop spotting that left wing propaganda that you do. So, I mean, that's probably <laughs> what's going on. I keep telling you, cut it out. What, what, look, I, the good thing is I have all my photos in files. So that's, I mean, I obviously, have but that, I mean, but, you get back to there's the, to, to give you no reason that's, not let you ex- figure out what happened. Just seems and a to little be fair, I've got counterintuitive. A I've got a lot of lefty friends and family, and and they all feel the same way. Like the, 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 there's no reason for this. And no, believe it doesn't me, when sound I say, right. It sounds. A little I'm not fishy. just saying to you that I didn't do anything that warranted this. You know what I mean? And I really did. I didn't. And I'm right. I'm so conscious of that because I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to do that. I, I want right. to be respectful. I love a robust debate. I really right. do. But there's just no reason for it. And and robust. Frankly, That's a good um, word. Robust is a good word. Well, it is. And I and I'm not and I'm not afraid to debate. But I don't get nasty. I don't get personal. Uh, so when this happened, it, it, frankly, I was pissed, but it's also, it's almost like you never existed. Uh, that's, and, and this site you're talking about, if you did want to leave the site, it's really difficult to leave that's the right. site. Even after that's you right. drop dead, it, <laughs> you just can't leave that's, the site. Isn't that the thing, right? Yeah. It is difficult to, to get away from it unless they don't want you. And, well, and the fact oh, that they didn't tell you why just seems a little bit. And to me, that's my biggest problem yeah, with it. Should no be. warning. No right. explanation. So you have nothing you can do at this point. There's nothing you can oh, do. No, that they they explained it pretty clearly in that email. So, wow. uh, so that anyway. So uh, listen, Big Brother is watching, and it's pretty scary. Whether you're on the left or whether you're on the right, right? It's scary, and yeah, it's tricky. not a good thing. Anyway, so right, wait, wait, wait. Before before yeah. we, I just forgot yeah. to mention another thing. The other thing I did this week is we added another podcast to the In the Red Productions umbrella. Okay. I've heard nothing but good things about this. So far, the previews have been pretty hot on this one. It's called Movie Strange. And Movie it's basically moviestrange.com. That's the name we could find. <laughs> um, and it's, okay. a, it's I, I grabbed two people, that, one original podcaster and one new one, Drew and Uncle Al. And oh. they're both cultists, right? They love cult Man, films. It's got to be awesome. So we created a podcast uh, called Movie this Strange. Is under your, this is under your In the Red umbrella? In the Red Productions, big global network we have, right? Because we're one more crazy. podcast to lose money, baby. I'm losing money. I'm losing money on all these podcasts, but, but someday, someday fun. they're going to hit. Anyway, so the way it works is each one of these guys brings a movie, but the only and I get to pick the movie we watch because they're trying to get me involved in these cult films, which I don't want to watch. They give me a four-word description. That's all I get. I don't know. It's a blind for it. I don't know which one of them sent me. And I pick the movie based on that four-word description. Okay, so they give you a four-word description of a movie. You don't know what the movie is till you pick based on that description. Uh, based on the words. I go, oh, this is interesting. Saxophone, you know, entrapment, the torture, whatever the words are. Okay, so you've already done one episode. We have one done. We have one in the can. Based on the description that you got, yes. um, did you pick the right one? Did I pick the right? I have no idea because I don't know what the second one. If I don't guess the no, other no, one, I never know. No, no, but the first one. You've already done the first episode. Uh, it's very interesting. Let me just put it that way. Al, Uncle Al is a very eclectic movie. Uh, uh, well, what am I trying uh, yeah, to say? I his know, his tastes are very Uncle, eclectic. I know Uncle Al from our, our right. thing. He, has the, he had the cult corner. Drew's a little more mainstream cult. You know, I think he leans a little bit, dips his toe in what Al's doing. But Al yeah, definitely. He likes those really upbeat, positive <laughs> feel-good movies. Drew. Drew Al? Oh, you watch no, Oh, Drew, yeah. Drew likes the happy movies if someone gets their head cut off. No, that's, I think that's more Al. Anyway, I just want to yeah. say, keep an eye out for that. We're going to put a few right. in the can before we send it out. Um, 
but I think it's now, gonna be we, pretty you fun. You and I have talked about this. I I think I I think I would like to participate in this um, with just as a because re- they do a lot of reactionary videos on Facebook. I don't know if you've seen these. Yes. You watch a movie and all you do is you film your reactions. Right. I think because I I definitely would not want to participate in this. Not at all. We're movies. trying to work you into the. I podcast. would love to do a reactionary video based on what you guys. We're going to call it I a Johnometer or a Faceometer or something. We don't a know how we're going to. We don't know if how we're going to get you involved, but you have to be a big one. Your right? facial expressions have become famous on our other podcasts, so we're going to try to. You know, like Garrett Morris, a circle would come up. Maybe our we'll do something like that tonight. where it's just your face. So anyway, I just want to say that before okay. we move on to the nice plug right there. Okay. You're welcome. That's yeah, a good one. And yeah, by yeah. the way, on Tuesday, we're doing Bride of Frankenstein for Yippie Kaye podcast. Well, so we want this will that. be on after that. So, okay. But that's fine. Okay. So uh, last time we did uh, different genres. And again, you shocked me with uh, you, you're in or counting movies, apparently. Uh, and I was financial films. Back, yes. I, I, was sca- not I forgot them. to mention one uh, What that I should have mentioned. It's a Richard Gere film called the... Um, uh, I lost it. Oh, classic movie, huh? It's a great one. Um, you don't even remember Armitra- the name? Armitage. Right? Am- Armitage. 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 Anyway, he's another financial. And I love any Bernie Madoff movie that's ever made. Documentary. Okay. All right. Well, that was last okay. week. Let's it's get done. into this week now. Go. So now I wanted to talk about Westerns because Westerns are definitely uh, uniquely American. Even though, you know, they made spaghetti Westerns, it's, a, it's an American form of cinema. And I happen to love Westerns, but my, as you know, uh, I love the classic Westerns. I I like some contemporary, but I I love, I love that genre. And I wanted to ask you um, what kind of Westerns you like. Again, the the way we do this is tell me like, you know, give me three or four movies that you really like that are Westerns, or if you could only recommend one of these to to the audience, tell me which one and why. I have, I have one clarifying question. Yeah. Are these traditional Westerns or are they other movies disguised, uh, movies that are Westerns, but disguised as regular films? No, you could. I mean, like Near Dark is considered a Western. I'm thinking so, more like Outland. You yeah. ever see Outland with Sean Connery? Oh, yeah. Well, which is basically uh, it's, uh, High it's, Noon. It's yeah, High absolutely. Noon. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I would. Right. So I, I, have a, I, have a, I have a very long list, but I don't know how to start. So I don't well, know. How, I don't... Give, me the, give me three or four that uh, your top three or four. Okay. Let me talk okay, about an why? old one that I remember crying as a child and it's called the Cowboys with, with John Wayne. Do you remember John that? Wayne. Of course he takes a group of the... young kids and he, and he, Bruce Dern, I, Bruce Dern I, takes them out. Oh, by I, the way, that's a spoiler. As always there's spoilers. I got to pop that up. You know, let me, yeah. um, let me explain something. Spoilers. Yes. So Bruce Dern's the one who killed him at the end of that. Yeah. And in I cried, back. I cried at the, the end of that. And all, cause I forget why he took the kids. I think they were taking cattle across cattle drive. He, but he all couldn't young, get any help. All, anyway, I just want to throw that out because most of my, the ones I love are contemporary films. Okay. Obviously, number one, Unforgiven, Clint Eastwood's Unforgiven. Just a unbelievably, oh, look who's here. <laughs> well, that's spoiler that alert. A, it's a cat. That is a bad omen right what there. What is going on? Cat across Say the hi, street. Bart. Okay, get out of here. Hi, Bart. Um, yeah, Unforgiven Unf- is almost like an anti-Western. It's an anti-violence film. Yeah. It's an anti-Western film. It's, great movie. Uh, yeah. Billy and Money. His, what, wasn't I've killed most everything that walked or crawled on the yeah. earth. He's so great. And Gene, Gene Hackman. Was Gene Hackman, Morgan Freeman. Okay, so yeah. that's I'm going to say that's my number one to talk to. That's number one. Two, Tombstone. Love that movie. With Val Kilmer, Kurt Russell, Powers Booth, yeah. uh, Michael Bean, just... And, and, Anya and, Huckleberry. Yeah. 
Uh, Kilmer should have won an Oscar for that yeah, performance. He was, he was unbelievable. And, 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 uh, and you see the making of that? I did. And Kurt Russell kind of took over the directing. Kurt and, Russell, well, the, he doesn't say it. Right. But the actors on the set said he directed the majority of the film. Yeah. Not unbelievable that, film. Uh, co- uh, Cosmato- uh, the Comatose. Yeah, George Comatose um, yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. And Michael Bean's great in that. Uh, yeah. And, and, uh, and, and Val Kilmer just killed that one. Just, just fantastic. Okay, so that's one, two. Now the third, I got a list here, but I'm going to say um, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Oh man, okay. you're picking all the classics. Yeah, I mean, that's a, a buddy film. That's a yeah. that's just a phenomenal film. I saw that very young, probably 15 years old. Um, the scene at the end where they freeze them before they get shot is just memorable, breathtaking. And I yeah. just think it's a fantastic film. And if you, you read the backstory on that and how they made it, and and funny. And shoving that song, uh, um, raindrops the, the, keep falling. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Nobody hated it. B.J. Thomas didn't want it. Yeah. What's my song yeah. doing in a western? And then boom. Yeah. But I'll just go quickly through some that I thought were great. And uh, you know, again, this took me. The last episode took me about four hours to edit because every picture I threw up. You know, we have to go <laughs> find uh, the Quick and the Dead with Sharon Stone, which is sort yeah. of a take on how the West was won. With uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio and Gene Hackman. And, and that's Raimi. That's Sam Raimi, isn't Sam it? Sam Raimi directed that. How the West Was Won. Oh. I mean, just. In Cinemascope. Yeah, just phenomenal. The close-ups, all that stuff. Um, 310 to Yuma. Well, uh, original or the remake? No, remake. With the Christian Bale and Russell Crowe and I, Ben. Uh, ben um, Foster. Ben Foster. Yeah. Unbelievable film. Yeah. And I just could not take my eyes off Russell Crowe. I just thought he played that. Well, he was he was he was really good in that movie. It, it, did you ever see the original? I did not. Ugh. I did not. I don't need to. I don't need to. Honestly. I know. Okay, you you're gonna you give me your list. That's fine. You're gonna throw some oldies in there. Um I just thought Ben Ben Foster was fantastic. Yeah. And I read, you know, I listened to the director's track on that. They only wanted guys who could ride horses. Yeah, because they don't. And Ben Foster had no clue how to do that. And he faked his way in. And it turned out his character was so real and so in the moment. It was unbelievable. Well, that that ending, ending, that ending was fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, I'll just throw a couple. Silverado. Love. That was very good. I was going to mention that one. And here's one that's. Oh, okay. Westworld. Yul Brenner. I know. Pseudo Western. Uh, Yeah. They're in Western. Magnificent Seven. Okay. Okay. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's stop there. Uh, absolute classic Western, one that right. I was going to mention. So tell right. me, what is it about that movie you like? So I just think it's, I don't remember. I just know it's classic, and I saw it as a kid. It's classic got this, you know, music? Music. It's got Yul Brenner, whose costume design was the same one in Westworld. Well, because Westworld was based on his character. That's right. Uh, and it's got Steve McQueen, you know, that whole group. So the, the same- background of that, if you, I don't know if you saw the making of it, but uh, no. Steve McQueen uh, was, was hot. But he wasn't the Steve McQueen that, uh, you know, because I think he did The Great Escape after that. Oh, really? But he used he used to do these things in the movie. And as an actor, uh, you don't want to distract from the other actors. So he did things like at one point he blocks the sun with his hat. And then he takes uh, someone gives him shells to his shotguns and he does this. That's a little bit of business. Well, you that's to upstage Yul Brynner. So Yul Brynner went to him and said, look. If you want to do that stuff behind me, I'm telling you right now, it's going to happen. If you try that, all I'm going to do is remove my hat because he was bald. He knew that just by removing the hat, all the focus would be on him. Yul Brynn is the one who, who bought the rights to that uh, because he, uh, the uh, seven samurai 
it was a Western based right, on the seven right, right, right. So he's the one that got it rolling. So he did not want Steve McQueen still in the picture. And uh, he ended up not because Yul Brenner was so cool in that movie. Yeah, but did they but keep all that stuff in and all that cool they stuff? They did, he was but that was happening at the beginning of the movie. You see it, the scene with the stagecoach? I, I, he I did can't. that twice. He did that with a hat, and then he did it with the shotgun shells. He didn't do it again because Yul Brynner was ready to walk off the set. Jesus. But the movie, the, the movie's great, and the music uh, uh, isn't that Goldsmith? I think it's Goldsmith who wrote that. It's it's dun, dun, you know, yeah. oh, it's just great. Love that yeah. movie. All right, well, and I'll just get through this quick. But uh, you know, any uh, well, I don't have it with me, but my laser disc, you know, Outlaw Josie Wales, High Plains Drifter, uh, that whole group of stuff. That even the later one he did. Um, with Michael Moriarty, I forget the name of that. Oh one. yeah, uh, it was a remake of Shane. Actually, yeah, uh, yeah. I know which one. He played the preacher. That's right, and, and yeah. it was quite good. Now I'm going to mention yeah. one here that's it's kind of a western, but it's based on a western. Uh, the assassination of Jesse James by the coward oh, Robert. Well, yeah, uh, uh, Robert Brad Ford. Pitt. Brad Pitt. Right. Unbelievable film. Very yeah. slow. I've never seen that. Movie. Very methodical. Brad Pitt is always is amazing. Well, um, yeah, but I mean. He could read the phone book and you'd be into that movie. That's right. I'm just like staring at him. I'm like, I don't know what's no, no, he's very good in it. And and I see Casey Affleck plays twitchy Robert Ford and just Casey Affleck pulls that thing off, but it's a slow burn. It's a slow kind of, it's not a traditional Western. And I just want to mention one more. Oh, I don't have it with me. Um, let's see if I have, Oh, here you go. One more. And you're going to love it because of the director. Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Um, John Favreau. Y- yeah. Yeah. Horrible movie. Uh, I'm not gonna, that I movie was horrible. I'm not going to say it was horrible. Oh, I my God. It was, it was good. horrible. No. With Harrison no. Ford and Daniel Craig. It was awesome. Are you kidding Graphic me? Graphic novel is great. But think about the pitch. Some guys in the elevator go, let's yeah. do a movie about no, no. Yeah, Cowboys. It's based on a graphic novel. The graphic novel is already out. Oh, well, somebody had to come up with the idea of Cowboys yeah. and Aliens, though. Yeah. How do you merge the two? Right. So yeah. Uh, yeah. let me just quickly look at my list. Um, there's another one you'll never watch called Bone Tomahawk with Kurt Russell. It's a freaky Western cult. I heard about it. Very violent. Unbelievable. But all you cultists out there, it's a great film if you haven't seen it. It's it's I'm unbelievably disturbing. Dark. and um, yeah. But, very you know, characters in there, there are guys in there uh, you all recognize who, who play against hype type and, and play into type. It's just fantastic. I mean, that's what I got. I mean, I could talk about a couple of you these. Didn't, but you I, didn't even say Outland. I mentioned that's a, like a, a regular film, a Western wrapped as a but regular it def- film. No, it's definitely a Western. Yeah, but it's, it's not. It's a def- science science fiction. It, it is, takes place in space. It's definitely a Western. It's a remake of Shane again. Yeah. It's a remake of I Shane. I thought High Noon. Oh, excuse me. High Noon. I right. Mean. Yeah. High noon. A great movie. I love it. Sean I love that, film. that movie. Love that Francis film. Francis Sturhagen, Peter Boyle. Uh, the guy from uh, L.A. Law. Uh, no, uh, NYPD Blue. I can't think of his name. He was also in... Um, you ever oh, see? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the guy with the glasses on the SWAT team. Yes. Uh, B, uh, 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 B seeking. Yeah, and he, he was also in um, the Mars film the, where they faked the Mars landing. Oh, oh, Capricorn one. Capricorn one. He played the one of the government baddies in that. Anyway, he's in there <laughs> as well. James B seeking. James B seeking. He was yeah. great. But that's what he I got. In... Okay. But, but my, the most rewatchable one, the one I'll watch over that's and the over one and over. Watch. The one you would recommend to our audience. Tombstone. Yeah, I mean that's a. And that's that's a really good contemporary. It's just western. fun. It's fun and it's, it's a fun it, movie. It hits every western. Kurt truck. Russell is great in it. Val Kilmer and is Bill incredible. Paxson's in there too. And and Sam, yeah. not Sam Shepard. Sam Elliott's in there. Sam Elliott and Tim uh, uh, Tim pa- uh, Jim. Uh, t- no, 
Paxton. Pa- Bill Paxton. It came out Bill the same Paxton. year as uh, Kevin Costner's Wyatt Earp. Well, Wyatt Earp came out afterwards, and that was right. horrible. Yeah, and Long. I have that, but Long and kind of uh, Dennis you know. Quaid. Anyway, who, that's who the like. one I would recommend as wow. a okay Tombstone. That's a good. That's a but good Unforgiven. I, I like that. to, to me, Unforgiven is a classic. I just don't think it's a rewatchable one. You want to. Because it's not fun. It's very kind of... Yeah, it's of, a tough one. Yeah. yeah, it's a tough one to watch over and over again. Yeah. And again, mine are very... Like, I don't go back too far, right? These yeah, are, you don't. These are pretty contemporary. So I'm curious if you've seen some of the old ones that I'm going to talk about. I'll let about. you know. Okay. So uh, one of them that I love is Stagecoach. The original Stagecoach directed by uh, John Ford. And the reason why I love it, uh, John Wayne at the time was doing a bunch of B-movies. And this was the first big movie that he did mainstream and um, he didn't think he was right for the part. And John Ford kind of had to talk him into it, but there's a shot. The camera zooms in on him and he takes the rifle and flips it and it zooms in right in his face. And it was like saying to the world, this guy's going to be a star. And it, that shot just is beautiful. And, and it's, it's the first time uh, it got past the censors because he's got a relationship with a, um, uh, wait a minute. What's the word? I can't say hooker. Uh, uh, sex sex worker. A, well, back then, I don't think they were sex workers, but Prostitute. she was a lady of ill repute. Let's put okay. it that way. Um, so that's a classic. Um, for me, the, the two that I watch over and over again is High Noon and Shane. And we've already talked about that. In fact, again, there's a, I love High Noon because first, I love Gary Cooper. I love the way it was shot. Uh, uh, Stanley Kramer produced it, but I can't remember the director's name who, who I feel bad. Uh, Dimitri Tompkin, is that who did it? I think so. And they got the great song, Do Not Forsake Me, Oh My Darling. But it's filmed in stark black and white. And, and Gary Cooper was 50 years old. But, you know, it's funny. It was on today. And Rose and I watched it. And I said, Rose, you know how old he is? She goes, no. I go, he's 50. And if you watch the movie... He looks like he's 65 years old. He's got lines yeah. and stuff. Those guys, if really you look back, all those guys look. At the, for- yeah, th- definitely. But there's, again, there's another shot that I just love where he's in the middle of the, uh, for anyone who doesn't know High Noon, uh, bad guys that this sheriff put away are coming back to town to kill him. And he can't get anyone in the town to help him. So it's him against these four guys all by himself. Well, there's a shot towards the end of the movie. The last 15 minutes are done in real time. He's standing on the street. All of a sudden, it's called the uh, high noon uh, crane shot. And the camera pulls up and he gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And this town gets bigger and bigger to show one man against all odds. It's just a great shot. But that and movie, that's become the trope, right? I mean, that's the trope. Yeah. It's one man well, against absolutely. corrupt that was town. Absolutely. But that shot is, is really right. iconic. Right. And it was, a, uh, it was a part that they wanted John Wayne to play. But it was... Uh, it was all about blacklisting and it was anti-blacklisting. That was the movie it was about. And he didn't think it was uh, like at the end of the movie, again, spoilers, he throws his badge down and John Wayne said, I would never do that. I could never do that. So, and he regrets it having seen the movie, but just a great movie. Really Wait, well was, done. Was John Wayne a real cowboy? Is that what you're saying? No, I mean, as no, an actor. No, no, John, what do you mean? No, 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 no. But he's a, you know, he, he, know. he, you know what I'm talking about. That's why he, he did Green so, Beret. So he had, super, he had a, super pro-America. Right, didn't want anything right. that denigrated right. uh, America. And and it. I'm not saying it did. I don't think it did. I just think it was a great movie. Right. I think people saw a lot more into it 
that really wasn't there. And then with Shane, again, I'm talking about these movies about certain scenes, but there's an incredible scene in that movie where you know uh, Alan Ladd's a gunman, but he's, he's never shot the gun. And then at one point, the little kid in the movie who worships him wants him to shoot the gun. And there's this iconic scene where the kid's to the left and the camera is close, closed in on his gun. And he pulls it really fast and it just booms. The shot booms really loud. And, and the kid goes, shoo, that's some good shoot. It's just a famous scene. Gosh almighty, that is good. But again, that movie, like all the Clint Eastwood movies, are kind of based on, on that, that character. Because at the end of the movie, you, you don't know if he's dying or not. That's uh, all he, Clint Eastwood, all that high plains drift, yeah, all that stuff. Absolutely. So, so <laughs> those to me are classic. There's one that you probably never heard of called Destry Rides again with Jimmy Stewart and Marlena Dietrich. Dietrich. That's a, uh, it's a funny movie. Uh, he, he, uh, they keep trying to get him to pull his gun, but he won't until the end of the movie. And Marlena Dietrich is just gives a fantastic performance, but it's black and white. I don't know if you'd want to see it. Really. Well, I love Marlena Dietrich in her, uh, uh, the Blue Angel she did in in uh, well, then Germany, so maybe she I should watch it. In, she was great in this movie. Well, I bought I bought uh, Who Shot Liberty Valance. That has oh, Jimmy Stewart in it, right? Great movie. I have that. Uh, I watch it. I thought it was good. Yeah, with Lee Marvin. Where's Lee in that one? Lee Marvin. He's the bad guy. I, He's I, Liberty Valance. I didn't even know that. Oh, I, if, listen. If I saw, if I watched it again, I'd know that, but I forgot that. Yeah, he's Liberty Valance. He's right. the bad guy in the movie, right. and that's the famous line. Uh, if it's the man of the legend, print the legend. That's yeah, how that, it that movie goes back and forth in time. They, yeah, they that's right. And, and it shows uh, it's a little Quentin Tarantino, actually, right. different right. angles. Uh, great movie uh, yeah. with a great with a great song. That's, I don't know, I'm glad you picked that one out. Um, and contemporary, you already mentioned Silverado, which I'm a big fan of. Uh, that's you. You talked oh, about. I forgot a big one. Okay, I get you it. You talked about fun movies. That's a really fun movie. The cast: yeah. Kevin Klein, uh, Scott. Uh, Oh, Scott Glenn, that. Scott Glenn, Scott Glenn is early Kevin Costner. Or, yeah, uh, uh, second movie. Well, he in was fact, put in he, this one because they cut him out of uh, the big. They chill. cut him out of Big Chill. He, right. he so was he was put body. him in this one. Right, he was the be- dead body in the car. Uh, there's two movies. Remind me before I two movies I balled. Yeah, go ahead. Tell, you can tell me. I'm sorry. <clears throat> one is a TV series. One mm-hmm. is not. Lonesome Dove. Lonesome Dove. Great movie. That great scene movie. at the end with Tommy Lee Jones and 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 Robert Duvall have their final scene. I wept like a like like yeah. like a baby. It's just a, that was a great miniseries. And I don't know if you ever seen Open Range with uh, uh, Kevin, Kevin Costner, Costner and Robert Duvall. Yeah, I've it's only seen a, it once. It's a it's a movie about friendship. It's a movie yeah. about the West dying and these two guys trying to hold on to the old West. And uh, it's 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 just gets me every time I see it. The scene at the end with with Costner and Duvall just it's it's heartbreaking. It's fabulous. It's but it's heartbreaking and it's uh, it's just. I mean, da- you could say Dances with Wolves too. Dances with Wolves is kind of. That's too way. long. It's a little long, and you can't yeah. you can't really it's sit. Pretty and watch amazing, that. though. Yeah, it's but pretty Open amazing. Range is just beautifully. Yeah. Just Robert Duvall pulls these off, and every time I see Tommy Lee Jones in uh, in Lonesome Dove, I just it just reminds yeah. me of that. So anyway, no, that's a that's a that's a good call. I was going to say, um, you said. Uh, you said once, did you say once upon a time in the West or how yeah. the West was won? I might have said how the West was won, but yeah. I meant, I think Two different I was, movies. I think okay. I was, which one was, with was, was, um. Sergio Leone did, uh, uh, once upon a time. That's in the, the West. one I'm talking about. Yeah. How with, the West uh, was won. 
was a CinemaScope production. Right. And so CinemaScope is three cameras that is projected on a really wide screen. So if there's two people talking to each other on camera, they're really not next to each other. They're actually really, really far apart because that's the way the camera work works, right? Uh, it's, it's, it's tough to act in that. And, and I've seen the making of it, and they all said the same thing. But when you see it, the widescreen, and TCM shows it quite a bit. The movie's okay. It's, it's, a, it's a real uh, a great cast, you know, because it's all uh, – uh, it goes through the, the traveling west – right through the civil war. So it's all these little vignettes with all big celebrities in it. Um, but the way it's shot really, really wide is pretty incredible. If you ever get a chance to see it, see it. Who's but, in that? Uh, Who's, uh, why are you that one? Uh, uh, Jimmy conf- Stewart was in it. Uh, Debbie Reynolds was in it. Okay. So I have that George confused. With, I have that confused with once upon a time in the West. Yeah. That's Charles Bronson and Henry. Fonda. That's right. Charles Bronson, the revenge the with the whistle. He was, yeah, the harmonica. Yes. Great movie. And Henry great Fonda movie. is the bad guy. And, yeah, with yeah. his bright blue eyes, yeah. uh, playing against type. But right. can, uh, in the 60s, uh, I would say the trilogy, The Man With No Name, Good, Bad, The Ugly, right. uh, for a few dollars more. And, uh, of course, I'm drawing a blank on the third one. A but fistful of what, dollars. Fistful, fistful of dollars. That, that's what put Clint Eastwood on the map, really. Right. But those are great. He's great in it, The Man With No Name. So, so I recommend those. Silverado, I love Tombstone, Contemporary. But if I was to recommend one, actually, I would recommend two. If you want to watch an old western uh, that I think is really good, it's either High Noon or Shane. Watch either one of those. Shane's in color, and the vistas are absolutely gorgeous. Uh, High Noon is pretty stark. It's stark yeah. black and white, deep focus. Uh, but they're both really, really good if you want to see an old western. Yeah, there's one I just I just got on DVD, a John Wayne film that's that that has all these actors and uh, John Milos uh, did a whole documentary on this this um, which I want to watch because they talk about the vistas and not the Searchers. I think it's the Searchers. Yeah, well, that's a. I mean, that that's the ending of that is classic. Uh, uh, that's fact, that's he, it's the Searchers. That was probably John Wayne's best performance in a movie. He should have got. He should have got an Oscar for that and not True Grit. He was, oh, really? He was good I, in True Grit, but yeah. True Grit was thank you for 50 years of movies. Oh, I mean, getting the Oscar for that. Yeah. Did you like yeah. the remake with Jeff Bridges? It was good. It was, it was, yeah. uh, it was, look, it was much grittier and, yeah. and more true to the book. But, uh, I, you know, John Wayne was towards the end of his career. Uh, so to see him in that movie uh, was pretty cool. But mm. The Searchers is really, really good. And that last famous last shot where, the open doorway. In fact, other movies have recreated the shot. The, the, he's got the doorway, and you see Ethan, his character, walking away after saving Natalie Wood. Right. And he's really that's small. That's the shot. And, right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so so that's another movie. If, if you want, I think that was, uh, was that George Stevens who directed that? I don't. I have that. John, I, I have that Ford. because specifically I wanted to. I wanted to watch an old Western that meant something to a lot of people. And well, that one that seemed to be a big one. Right. Yeah. He's really good in it too, and a lot of people don't think John Wayne's a good actor, but that one Listen, he was really good in. He the was Cowboys, really he made me cry. That's three I've well, already talked about crying movie. in. These... All the kids, I right. mean, yeah. But uh, yeah, so uh, I, listen, I just love the westerns. I, I, I even, you know, I really liked Unforgiven, but to your point, it's not a movie I could keep watching. Like Shane, like these all westerns that I'm talking about, they come on, I watch them. I have them all on Blu-ray. Yeah, so I you know, watch I, them anyway. I said, yeah. It's funny. I said Unforgiven is not re- for me. It is. I think 
because Gene Hackman is fantastic. Oh, he's the great evil bastard he plays. Yeah. And 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 Clint Eastwood is just like he's a brood. He's brooding through the whole film. Yeah. And, and he's when, he's a nasty mean guy. And when when he decides that this is it, when he gets pissed off, then yeah. Jesus, well, that I mean misfire, and then right. he just. Right. In front of the reporter, he blows everyone away, and the reporter's just sitting there. That's yeah. right, I'm William Money. Right. I killed kids, you know, I mean. Anything that walks or crawls on this earth, I've killed. Yeah. So I love right. the movie. Okay. But again, I, I like the old, you know, the old Westerns are what started the, even in, uh, in Silverado, the last, think about the last gunfight between Kevin Klein and Brian Dennehy. The way they shot it was, when you looked at Kevin Klein, there's a church behind him. When you looked at Brian Dennehy, there was dust and tumbleweed right good versus evil which is what all the old westerns did right. you know who the black hats were you knew who the white hats were right. you know who the good guy was you know who the bad guy was i'm not saying that's good or bad i'm just saying that was definitely the the formula that they followed and and well you know tombstone did it although did. to to be yeah. fair to be fair cowboys and aliens the white hats and the black hats all got together to fight the aliens, so they kind that of flipped true. that narrative. That I is think you true. Should, but that's I think a, you should take a look at that that's one again. That's a bad movie, Ralph. Why do you say it was bad? I don't understand why I you say that was bad. I recommend that. You didn't find that fun? Uh, that the no. horses and spaceships and the And you know what's things? funny, Ralph? I read the book before I saw the movie. Right? There was a book. And I liked the book. Better than okay. I liked the movie. Well, it seemed okay. to work better on the page rather than me seeing it. That's so funny. I thought you'd be all into that. I thought he was pretty. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I didn't like the. It's like the Wild Wild West that you made, with the the remake was horrible. I understand. I understand. And, and I, I didn't loved get... the TV show. Right, loved it. Robert right. Conrad. Do 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 do. I think you should relook at that one at different different. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. And you didn't. You said the Quick and the Dead. You weren't that because that was you, sort you know of what? A... I, a visually. I loved the way that movie was yeah, shot. You did a nice I, job. I thought it was. I thought it was okay. Gene Hackman was Mister Over the Top. And it was one of Leo DiCaprio's first movies. Uh, he was good in it. And Sharon Stone was good in it, she too. She was badass in her, in her suit. She was. And, that last, and Russell Crowe. Right. That last scene where he's shooting everybody right. all over the place. Right. But I, I think it was a, it was a really well-shot movie. Uh, he, you know, Sam, the way uh, Lance Anderson gets shot and you see yeah. the hole and you see yeah. the light come through it. That's yeah. a spoiler, by the way. Well, uh, did you see uh, the Scruggs, uh, the Ballad of Russell Scruggs no, or whatever that was? The Ballad of, that. Oh, my God. You should check that one Is out. Is it good? Yes. Now, you get through the first. You got to get through the, the, the intro with the guy. But Jesus, it's so good. It's That's so on good. Netflix. Right. I think so. I can't even remember. I'll have to, I forget the name of that thing. I'll put it up like I always do if when we forget these things. Okay. But uh, it's uh, it's really well done. Very well done. Okay. So, so you say you say Tombstone you'd recommend for me. Tombstone is yeah. one I rewatch all the time. Okay. And, and really, I watch I watch it for Val Kilmer because well, he's, he's just he's, he's just incredible. Uh, and for me, it's Shane and or High Noon. Either one of those. Uh, for a classic western but if you want an off-kilter one destry rides again jimmy stewart I, yeah. or late 30s i think it is now to be uh, honest i know we've missed a ton okay i get it i get it. i've missed a ton of classics i know there's tons of westerns out there that everybody love and like you said even films that are disguised as westerns that aren't westerns we've missed a billion of them i'm just giving you the list of the ones that i like to watch all the time and um anyway that's the way it is so yeah yeah, but it's a great it's a great genre and they're great they're they're fun movies to watch too. Most of them, not all of them, most yeah. of them. Yeah. So uh okay, so I believe what the next one we're gonna do will be uh Friday after Thanksgiving, and we're trying desperately to get the rest of the family on. 
I don't. I, have I had an idea about this. Oh, I had an idea about this. Okay. Uh, you're gonna be. You're gonna be at uh, our parents' house for Thanksgiving. I heard. Yes. Why don't you videotape that? And okay. we can. And we can contrast between nineteen eighty. Then and now. Okay. Okay. I'm sure they'd love that. I'm sure they would love a camera sure. pointing at them. I'm not sure all of them would love that. <laughs> Understood. I think Understood. some of them might. There's I'm, only just saying, six of I'm just saying, There's give only it a shot. Give it a, that's good. <clears throat> Socially distant. Keep your, yeah. but, and you guys have all been in the bubble anyway. It's not like you're doing anything out of the ordinary. Plus I'm here. wearing my Iron Man helmet the whole time. You're good. I don't know how you get the turkey in there, but we'll figure I'll that out figure later. It out. Uh, but yeah, maybe think about videotaping that okay. so we can contrast. But if from... we're gonna, so so what we want to do is, uh, if, if we we'll get as many of our siblings on as we can, and we want to talk about uh, past holidays and show you some footage that we took in 1980, like 80 through 85, we got all kinds of stuff to show you. I think it'll be fun. Um, uh, but but this it won't it, we won't film until after Thanksgiving. Of so as we close. We want to uh, wish, oh, we want everyone to subscribe, share, and hit the notification bell. But we also want you to have, and look, this is a difficult time for everybody. Uh, and this is probably going to be one of the most diff- difficult Thanksgivings anyone's ever had. So uh, I really do hope that uh, you, you have a great Thanksgiving, as good as you could possibly have. Yeah, stay safe. Stay safe. Cozy up to and, the fireplace and throw on a little cue it up by the Q Brothers. I think your heart and, will be warmed. Uh, and remember, family and, is uh, the most important thing. Of course. So, yes. I meant that, too. I meant to say that, too. So. He meant to say that, but uh, he was <laughs> he was more concerned about pumping up the Hey, in the Red Productions needs to get this out, okay? All right, everyone, have a great uh, Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you soon. Ralph, you and the fam, have a great one. Same to you, and uh, we'll talk soon. All right. All right, talk to you.